0: Seeking the Wise Wise.
1: With Aaron and Alexander discussing the Just Philosophy.
0: Covering self development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness.
2: Wise Wise Inward Journey, Episode 7. Call and Confrontation Oh, that's her, Janet announced, directing her voice towards the part of the house where her husband, Michael, was supervising their two children, alerting them to quiet down. She quickly finished putting a few drops of essential oil into the diffuser that Stevie recently gifted her, in hopes that it would allow her to stay in a state of acceptance while discussing challenging subjects with her mother. Okay, Mom, geez, I'm coming. Janet took her seat at the kitchen table and accepted the video chat invite, which displayed Luisa's face way too close, revealing her aged skin and smeared lipstick. Hi, my love, Louise's voice boomed through the computer speakers. "'Mom, you are way too close to the computer,' Janet exclaimed with a giggle. "'Can you sit back a bit?' "'Louise scooted back and was now able to see her daughter on the screen. "'Oh, I see. I thought I had to talk close to the computer like it was a phone.' "'I'm grateful Mr. Child Ross let me borrow his laptop for this call, "'so I can see your beautiful face a lot bigger.' "'Oh, Mom, thanks.' Janet felt her cheeks slightly heat up as she blushed a little. Her mom's words brought her back to her childhood. That's the one thing her mom always did right. In her eyes, she was always there with a compliment on how good she looked. So, what did you want to talk about? Louise? question. It must be something important. To need to have a call on a Friday evening? We have tickets to the local art gallery premiere that I absolutely must be at. All of the local influencers are going to be there. So I have about 10 minutes before I need to go. Hearing this, Janet dove right in, trying to find the right way to phrase it all. Okay, Mom, so did you send Zachary a birthday gift or a card? Ah, oh, yes, yes, I did. Why, what's wrong? Louise questioned defensively. Nothing. Janet reactively blurted out. As she took a deep breath in, she noticed her heart beating deep like a bass drum. She began to speak but was interrupted by a large source of movement just behind the computer. Her gaze drifted up to see Michael waving his hands around, desperate to get her attention. Her eyes locked with his. Janet tried to show her displeasure through her glare, but Michael began whispering, throwing her off her game. Her money, money and a camp. camp. Janet's face displayed a puzzled look as Michael mouthed a little louder. Our Her money, money and
0: a camp. camp.
2: Janet, what is that? Louise probed after hearing the faint whispers and observing Janet's eyes leaving the camera. Oh, I hear someone whispering. Is there a ghost there with you or something? Louise's attempt at a lighthearted joke went unnoticed as Janet replied distractedly. No, Mom, it's not. It's... No, Louise, it's me. Michael sprang out from the other side of the screen and into the view of Louise. She picked up on the seriousness in his tone, but still greeted him in a friendly manner. Oh, hi, Michael. Michael cut Louise off and began directing the conversation. Louise, we need to talk about the gift, the card you gave Zachary... He paused just long enough for Louise to respond, with a drawn-out, Okay, only to be cut off by Michael again. And I'm not done. I need you to listen, Michael commanded. Feeling surprised and a bit frustrated by Michael's insistent energy taking over her call, Janet sat back up and let a, Hey, hold on, in protest. They had a discussion before the call about how Janet was going to handle the conversation, and now she felt completely bulldozed by Michael backtracking on their agreement. Michael turned to Janet and put his index finger up to her face as if to signal, hold on, as he audibly directed, no, I got this. He turned back to the camera and locked eyes with the digital Louise virtually staring back at him. My son's son's not going going to to dance dance camp. camp. And he's he's not a girl. I don't don't like that you're putting these ridiculous ridiculous ideas into his head. Michael took a breath. He could feel his hands dampening and the artery in his neck pulsing to the beat of his heart. His body was in total fight or flight mode. And he pushed on. And And if we we want him to go to to camp, camp, we we can can pay for it. it. Just Just because you suddenly find yourself with a sugar daddy doesn't doesn't mean that you you get get to throw all your money at our children. You seriously have no boundaries. Louise sat back with her mouth slightly open, struggling for words. I I did not. He told me he wanted to go to dance camp. Her tone was frantic with an apologetic undertone. I'm just trying to help where I can. Michael recognized the innocence in her voice, but convinced himself to slam harder on the gas. He thought about all the times he had bit his tongue in the past where he wanted to give Louise a piece of his mind. And now it was here, and he was going to take full advantage of it.
1: We We don't need need your charity. charity. It's It's not not your money. You didn't earn it. Stop
2: pretending pretending to be something something you aren't. And stop stop telling telling Zachary he can can be something something he's he's not. not. After hearing the slanderous words coming from Michael... Louise instinctually put her hands towards her ears, as if to shield them, and frantically blurted out, I, I have, to have to go. go. I, told I told Janet, Janet I, I have, have to go. Louise's face disappeared from the screen and Michael looked over at Janet, who stared back at him in disbelief. Michael, I can't believe you just... Janet began and Michael interrupted with a, What? His candor suddenly presented an innocence, like a child that tried to play off getting caught doing something naughty. He shrugged, I "I had enough. Yeah, I noticed, she said with a disapproving tone. She paused a few seconds, then her demeanor lightened up. You know, you know how much I love that movie, Dirty Dancing, right? Surprised by the change in subject and the fact that he thought he was about to get into trouble, he breathed out a sigh and responded, Yeah, why? I think that might be where Zachary got the idea of dancing. Her words trailed off as she delivered her explanation. I was watching the movie a couple weeks ago and I mentioned how much I love dancing and how much fun it is to dance. She paused, collecting her thoughts. Michael looked on with a bewildered face, trying to understand where this was going. After that, for that next few days, he kept saying he wanted to dance. I didn't remember all of this until just now. Michael's face went from a bright red to a more of a pale pink as his level of embarrassment rose. Well, I was right about all that other stuff I said. He led out in an attempt to avoid any wrongdoing. He walked over and closed the laptop with two fingers and then left the room, mumbling under his breath. The only thing I'm sorry about was that she couldn't handle the truth.
1: Well, this story certainly starred Michael and Mm -hmm. certainly had little tidbits drop in about like Mr. Childroth, about Stevie, but I enjoyed it. It was fun to see Louise show her age, Mm -hmm. thinking that the computer was a phone and being too close up to the camera when the video call started. What did you think about
0: it, Alexander? It seems to just give a little bit more depth into the characters and uh, the people that we're dealing with in this ongoing story. And little idiosyncrasies of them. Uh, I like the way that it's developing the characters and hopefully more and more of our listeners are connecting with different aspects of different characters and we look forward to knowing who is everybody's favorite character. And we're going to continue to build these dynamics and relationships and really enjoying dissecting this in a real life type scenario and how to bring in the just philosophy and hopefully help intimacy and relationships and communication.
1: Yeah, and I think the dynamic nature of these characters, people can have a favorite based on traits that maybe they've moved past from. They don't necessarily have to be what they're resonating with now. They can appreciate the people that some of the characters are. Like, I certainly appreciate Luis For who she is, and I can see different aspects of myself in her as well, of course, Mm -hmm. like I resonate with Stevie. But all of these characters I enjoy, and for one reason or another, it doesn't necessarily need to be that I currently resonate with them.
0: Yes, and I think uh, a lot of families can relate just that there are these types of little dramas that are ongoing that create so much pressure in relationships, especially where parents are involved. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Now we're bringing in the kids' involvement a little bit as well, and the grandkids. So it just continues to grow and expand. And tensions, uh, uh, they raise and then they go away. And this just seems to be the patterns of these episodes is bringing out these emotional reactions and how they play out.
1: It was interesting when Janet recognized the pattern of Louise going back to her childhood, when she complimented her physical appearance on the video chat. It's right in line with what we've seen with Luis thus far, where she's a social media influencer. She's very surface level, and even the way that she's starting to dive into kind of like her spiritual practice with the mantras has also been more on the surface level, like whatever's easier versus really getting in depth. And so we've kind of seen that here.
0: Yes, and that does seem to be a good general description of Louise and that surface level stuff that she seems to be working with. And when different people in the family don't resonate with it at different levels. But the one thing there that we did notice, and we'll expand a little bit on it in the the full episode, is that Janet still needs and wants that approval from Louise, that it even made her seem to blush a little bit, even though maybe that's been what she's gotten from her mom her whole life. But I think she does thirst for a deeper connection. But in this certain episode, she just seemed to be frazzled from the beginning and not able to really be a big part of resolving this issue or helping this issue.
1: And going into this video chat conversation, It seemed like Janet and Michael had a conversation about how they wanted it to go. And Janet knew that this was gonna be confrontational. She was taking the lead because it's her mother, so Michael was taking a step back, even though when we're discussing this, it leads in from episode number five where Janet and Michael experienced that argument where what we think happened is Zachary came home from school, probably got the card in the mail, And Michael saw it before Janet got home, and Michael brought it to Janet's attention. But, of course, he may have blown some things out of proportion. And in this episode, we do get a little bit more of the backstory that we'll talk about a little later. But I wanted to bring in Janet's emotional reaction when discussing this conversation with her mom. Even though she knew going in what she was going to be talking about, she still was experiencing some physical symptoms of an emotional reaction. And then... When the conflict came, she immediately said nothing when her mom was asking her what's wrong about the card. Mm -hmm. And so she had prepared, but when it happened, she didn't want to have that confrontation or it was very hard for her. And I think this is something that many people experience as well.
0: Yeah, and again, this is a point of good intentions because, yes, maybe Janet and Michael discussed how they were going to handle this, but see, it's a good representation of the emotions coming in. It basically redirects our whole way of thinking, our whole way of being. And then, of course, that made him go into frustration as well. And we're going to dissect both of these and how they affected the call with the energy that they brought to it. Possibly rather than waiting another day or two to give it a little more time for those emotions to calm down, and we're really going to get into the importance of going into confrontational communication, but making sure that you are balanced and centered, and right away, I think that's what you were highlighting there, Janet got knocked off of balance right away, and so she wasn't able to follow through with what Michael felt like they had discussed, so he felt a need to step in, and we see what happened.
1: Yeah, and I wonder if Michael was like, no, I'm going to have this conversation, and then Janet maybe talked him down and was like, no, I'll handle it, and then maybe she wasn't as prepared as yes, she thought she
0: was. because she is the natural buffer in the family, so she's normally very comfortable playing that role, but there's, I'm sure, multiple reasons of why she got knocked off center and wanted to avoid that confrontation. But she may have just thrown fuel on the fire, so to say, by getting Michael involved before she could have enough time to buffer that situation.
1: And so we bring in Michael here, and I laugh at thinking about or visualizing him, like, moving his hands wildly behind the screen and doing jumping jacks, trying to get very her animated, attention. Yeah. And then him hoping that Janet is going to remember, so he's sending reminders, whispering, and Louise makes a joke about it being a ghost. I thought that all oh, that was pretty comical. But with the characters in it in the moment, for them, it's real, so it's not funny. Yes, it's
0: very challenging.
1: But when we take a step back and look at this, because we're not emotionally invested, sure. it can be pretty comical. But Michael interrupted Janet, even though they had a conversation about what she was going to do, and he went back on that. So I feel like maybe he slighted Janet a little bit, but if Janet maybe was backtracking on or having a fear of confrontation, so maybe she wasn't doing what they originally agreed on, so we don't know. It's a little bit ambiguous, but I like that because we can speculate and look at both sides of it. Yeah, There is that factor that Michael felt like he had to have more control of the situation because it wasn't being handled the way that maybe he foresaw it.
0: He's already charged, so this more than likely has a lot more to do than just this one situation, and that's what he pulled on is stuff from the past. And in the longer discussion, we're going to break that down a little bit into how all of us, when we have an emotional reaction, is typically connected to much more than the situation at hand. A lot of times it has very little to do with the situation at hand, but it's connected to many, many, many similar situations throughout a person's life. So that's why very rarely when you're trying to work out something emotional, you're dealing with more than what is present and most people aren't aware of that, and that's very important to understand why consciousness and emotions aren't normally happening simultaneously. They're kind of separate ends of the spectrum, if you can see, and we're beings that were designed to experience both of those spectrums. So good old family and the buttons that they can push, they have the most wonderful opportunity to teach us the golden lessons that we need is in our families.
1: Yeah, it seems like Part of Michael's frustration that was fueling what we can say was an over-top reaction from an outsider was probably his failure to communicate his frustrations all the other times that led up to this. He's just at the point where he can't handle it anymore, emotionally and internally, so it's now coming out in this explosive way. So I'm excited to get into ways that we can handle these things as they come up and not just push them to the side. And I think part of this is not Luis's fault. Mm -hmm. It's Michael's failure to communicate and his frustration with himself in the past. But, of course, when we aren't aware of that type of thing, it's going to come out externally.
0: Yes, yes. Michael's a good example of many people that do bite their tongue and hold stuff back. And many times they act like things don't bother them. But it's eating them up inside, and then often they will explode or go to an extreme over a situation. And it seems at the end of the story of this episode that that's the case that he's being faced with that maybe he did overreact. But then he tries to justify it to say, Well, I'm not apologizing for the other stuff that I said because all that was true. And that's just a typical defense mechanism that most people deal with with their ego. And it very rarely leads to clarity or helping the situation so we'll see how it continues to go
1: yeah and at the end that part that you brought up we then were talking right before this about why didn't they ask zachary where he got it from why are they going between them and trying to figure this out and blaming it on louise and it ends up being that possibly he just got it from a movie and it's so innocent and this whole thing has blown up into something. It didn't have to be, but it has revealed these underlying root causes of these other things. So it it is kind of good that this example is happening. This whole lack of communication is blowing up into something because it is revealing some underlying issues that haven't been taken care of. Yes,
0: and many parents are guilty of not including their kids in either the dissection of something or the consideration of something And if they do, many times the parents go to the child with intimidation. Michael would have probably went with disgust toward the child. Many times when the parents do go to the child, there is that intimidation factor. So you still don't get the truth from the child. So often the parents just decide to skip the child and go to directly the source, so to say. And here again, we want to highlight that Louise's innocence and all of this, and she's just trying to be kind and give a gift to her grandson about something that she thought he was interested in. And this happens all the time, trying to make decisions out of reaction, emotional reactions.
1: And Louise has gotten her fair share of highlighting her unconscious ways of doing things. And so she's been highlighted quite a bit these these first six or seven episodes. But I do want to give a shout out to Louise for communicating her boundaries at the beginning of the call. Whether Janet was disappointed that her mom only left her 10 minutes, but at least she did voice that so there wouldn't be this hard stop and it maybe interrupted the flow of the call. So good job by her for doing that. Yeah, I
0: think that's a good point and that many people can learn from that if you set a boundary early in the connection, people have less of a reaction than when you need to get away and you haven't explained why necessarily. So, yeah, that's a nice little highlight area for Louise.
1: All right. So excited to get into more depth of this episode seven. This journey. Thank you for listening to this free version of our Inward Journey Story series. To hear the complete conversation and go deeper into how these characters can bring in more consciousness utilizing the tools and techniques of the Just Philosophy. Head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations and begin your self-development journey with us. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the Wise Wise.
0: And remember... Gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results.
1: Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting thejustphilosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person, by phone, or Zoom. Uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation. Here, you will gain information about your energetic makeup, personality, and your higher self, as well as navigating your way through your relationships. There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule, peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune Vibrational Sound Therapy Tables. These contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T, dot com. The just philosophy as discussed in this podcast has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.